Hello there. Welcome to 633 Podcast. My name is Sharon McComb and I'm a certified life coach. Together with my co-host, faith coach Kimberly Barrows, we share the goal to spur the believer in you to wake up and believe for more because there is always more. Every week, Kimberly hosts Wake Up Wednesday. She's embarking on a new journey with these podcasts to read through the Message Bible with an ear to Holy Spirit's revelation and breakthrough that will wake up your believer. Join her on Wednesdays as she seeks out the Lord's intervention as she reads through the scripture and find out what he wants to say to you. But on Mondays, we do Coaching Works. And in these episodes, Kimberly and I team up and we share with listeners all about the profession of coaching and how it works and what you can expect from it, but more specifically how we do it as coaches. Um, I'm a life coach, she's a faith coach, and we combine um, our styles and we explore different things that you can expect from coaching. Tune in and learn more about that. But today is Checkmate, where I bring to the table things that can get us stuck in life. Like we're in Checkmate. Checkmate, you don't know where to go. You feel like you're out of moves. You don't know what your options are anymore. And so I give a little bit of um, my experience combined with tips in my training to help you figure out how to affect change in those areas of your life. So welcome today. And today we're going to talk about something that um, is actually, it's, it's quite a popular topic um, in coaching, also in therapy, um, in mental health treatment, um, and that is boundaries. And for some people, um, it's a bad word. You know, it was for me for a long time because it was something that I lacked. And, uh, and so I always felt convicted when someone said, what about your boundaries? Or let's talk about boundaries. For other people, though, it may not even be something they're that familiar with. And I want to just share my personal feeling. If it's not something you're familiar with already, it could be that um, you've never explored your own self, or how you react to other people. But more likely, it's because you probably don't have a problem with boundaries. You probably have healthy personal boundaries. And hopefully at the same time, you have a healthy respect for other people's personal boundaries. But that doesn't mean that this podcast isn't for you. Because I think as I explain the concept of boundaries, you're going to realize that you know a lot of people who do not have good personal boundaries. And maybe you can share this podcast with them or or even take a, a, a little nugget or a tidbit of information that you think might be relevant to them and just share it with them. Boundaries are something that um, change throughout our lives. They change depending on who we're talking to, um, who's, who we're dealing with. Um, and, and they're not something that are rigid and 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 fixed. They, they can be flexible. Um, the important thing is to know what yours should be. 
where your comfort zone ends. Um, how to protect you from the world around you and from yourself even. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more as we go on. Um, just a heads up, I think I'm going to um, carry this topic through for a couple of sessions. So today, I just want to do an overall um, general look at boundaries themselves. Boundaries are a little bit hard to um, explain to people because everybody's are slightly different. Um, and so I want to share something that I read. Uh, I read a book uh, called Boundaries. Um, it's uh, based on Christian principles about boundaries. It's by Drs. Henry Cloud and John Thompson, Townsend, John Townsend. Um, and they used an analogy that, you know, I kind of took their analogy and I kind of built upon it. Um, because I'm a visual person, I like to explain things in parables and, and the way that um, I think people would best picture it, right? So they're saying that boundaries are a bit like fences. And so I want you to imagine, I want you to just do this little exercise with me. I want you to imagine that the people in your lives um, are like your little neighborhood. They make up your neighborhood. And outside of your neighborhood is your community. And those would be people that uh, your neighbors and you have to interact with, but not on a regular daily basis. Um, and but they're still they still come into your life, okay? So there's you, and then there's your neighborhood, and then there's your community, okay? So right right now we're gonna zoom right in, zoom the lens in on you. And in your neighborhood, you have your house, and your house has a yard around it, and Doctors Cloud and Townsend say your yard should have a fence around it all around your yard so your front goes across the front of your yard down the sides of your house and across the back of your yard can you picture that this fence is to both keep the things you don't want in your yard and your home out but also to keep in to your yard and your home the things you want to keep in Sounds simple enough, right? But nobody builds a fence. First of all, that fence is the boundary of your property. So your property is enclosed within the boundary of that fence. And your property includes your yard and your home. You are your home and, and your yard is represented by those things that are right, kind of right around your home. Does that make sense? But you can't have a fence around your yard that doesn't have a gate because you can't get in. You can't get in and out. Nobody can get in and out. And we do need to allow some things into us and we do need to allow other things out of us. And so I want you to imagine your house in your yard with your fence around it. And I would like you to imagine a gate at the front of your house and a gate at the back of your house. Are you with me? So between, okay, so your yard represents you 
and the things in your yard, you are responsible for. Those things belong to you. So, you are only responsible for what's in your yard. Right? So, you're not responsible for your neighbor's yard or your neighbor's house. Only, And they're not responsible for your yard or your house. So, an analogy that's used in this book is... Um, I think it's in the book. It might even be from my own uh, expansion of this idea. Um, it gets a little confusing because I've, I've used it enough now that I kind of blur the line. But you can make sure that your yard looks nice. Your grass is cut. Your, um, your cobwebs are off the outside of your house. And uh, your windows are clean. And your flower beds look nice. And your gate is oiled so it's not creaky. Things like that, right? That's your responsibility. And you can't expect your neighbor to make sure your grass is cut or your cobwebs are down. In the same way, your neighbor can't expect you to always make sure his grass is cut or her windows are cleaned or her flower beds are weeded. Does that make sense? You are responsible for what goes on in your yard. Now, the outside world, your community, not your neighborhood, but your community, expects you also to be responsible for what happens in your yard. When you think about real life, if something, if someone comes into your property and they fall and hurt themselves, you're responsible. You are held responsible for the things that happen on your property. Right? Even the outside world understands that concept and they hold you responsible. And so you can't dodge that because that's the law. So let's shrink that down to you. You cannot dodge the things that you are responsible for in your own yard, your own life. Okay? So we can establish that our boundaries around us are like a fence around our yard. And we live inside that. We have a say about who comes through our gate and into our yard. So there you might have people in your life that you don't want inside your gate. Don't even bother coming to my house, right? Um, so you don't let them in your gate. There might be other people that you allow in the gate into the yard, but you're not going to allow into the front door of your home. Are you following me? Like there are degrees of you, right? And you get the say. Who comes through the gate? Who comes through the front door? The other thing that you get control of is how those people behave inside your yard. Because it's your yard. So... You might have a neighbor who is someone in your close circle who you welcome into your yard. You even welcome them into your front door. And that's your inner circle, right? That's Your home is more private than your yard. So you can welcome them right into your home. But what if they show up sometime and you allow them in and they're drunk? 
They're falling down drunk. They're cursing. They're breaking things. They're, you know, they're going to hurt themselves and you're going to be liable, right? You can say, no, I don't want this anymore. You can't be here anymore if this is how you're behaving in my house. Does that make sense? Then maybe for the next time they come over or the next few times they come over, you maybe say, you know what, let's sit in the yard. You can just stay in the yard, right? So you're going to keep them a little bit farther out. Because they didn't respect your home. So you let them be in the yard for a while. Until they gain that back. That that privilege of being in your home back. They can sit at the picnic table or on your deck or stand in your yard. You know, you might even make them stand on the other side of the gate. You know, let's just chat over the gate today. <laughs> because I wasn't impressed with your behavior in my home the last time. Right. Hopefully the people in your neighborhood have enough respect for you that they will say, you know what? I was a jerk the last time I was in your home. I get it. Let's just sit in the yard. I apologize. Right. That goes a long way to opening that front door of your house again. I got to tell you. So there are certain things that we can allow inside our personal boundary. So our fence is our personal boundary. And inside that fence, there is a closer personal boundary, which is our home. So I'm going to talk a little bit next week about your yard and what can go on in your yard to keep you healthy. Um, And then the following week, we'll talk about our home. That's us inside our inner circle, our inner emotions and the boundaries that we put on ourselves for our own behavior. So let's talk about your neighbor's yard for a moment. So let's say your neighbor uh, never cuts his grass, never cuts his grass. His his yard is overgrown. The trees are out of control. The, The flower beds are full of weeds. The grass is up to your knees. Um, and he never does anything about it. Is that your responsibility? That's my question. Now it affects you because you have to sit in your yard and look at it. It affects you because you might be concerned about what's going on with your neighbor that he doesn't care about his yard. Right? You can talk to him. Is there anything going on? Do you want to talk? You know, I'm seeing your yards in disarray. Is there, you know, is there a problem? But you can't make your neighbor cut his grass. You can't make your neighbor care about his yard. And where healthy boundaries come is that you respect his right to have a messy yard. So, I mean, there are times in that kind of analogy where it doesn't work, you know, where the city might get involved or whatever. But we're talking person where this is an analogy. This isn't exactly what I'm trying to point out is grass, right? You get that. So I have people in my neighborhood um, who have complained about my yard. I have people in my neighborhood who constantly want to have their eye on my yard and think that it's their job to monitor what goes on in my yard. 
Can you can you identify with that? And a long time I went before I had um, enough confidence in myself to say, you know what, this is my yard. Thank you for your thank you for your concern. You know, thanks for bringing that up. I'm on it. Trust me to take care of it. Now, they also have yards, other neighbors have yards, where, I mean, they are immaculate yards. You know the person I'm talking about. They mow their grass every day. They spend all day weeding their garden. You know, you sit and you look out your window and you think, wow, that's gorgeous, right? But my yard doesn't look like that. When my grass looks a little out of control, I cut the grass. When the weeds are overtaking the flowers, I go out and do something about it. Um, but I don't spend hours tending my yard because I don't want an immaculate yard. I don't mind my yard being just a little bit wild. Having said that, that's my personal choice. Right? I can't. I cannot fault or I cannot um, confront my immaculate yard neighbor about how they keep their yard. And to be honest, I, I have a certain person in mind. They don't, they don't confront me. You know, they accept that this is the state of my yard. And it's not terrible and it doesn't, doesn't bring down the property value on their yard, so to speak, you know. We just accept each other for where we are. And that's a healthy boundary. That's a healthy personal, that's a healthy respect for personal boundaries going on. My yard hasn't always been great. Um, and there are certain times in my life where my yard's in better shape than other times. And I allow certain people in my life to comment on my yard where other people I no longer allow to dictate what goes on in my yard. Are you following me? Boundaries have to be something that you are comfortable with. The moment that you step outside your comfort zone on what's going on inside the boundary of your life, Alarm bells should be going off. That is the security system that you're going to rely on when you set personal boundaries. Where is my comfort zone line? We're going to talk about this in more detail. I'm going to be more specific next week. But I just want to go back and, and just touch on something here. Because the Bible says... That we are to um, be responsible for what happens in our own yards. And I think it's, it's helpful when we're talking about boundaries to, to realize that God is the example. Just as he is for everything else. God is the example of setting healthy boundaries. God sets healthy boundaries. In his word, he very clearly lays out who he is and who he is not. Who he is prepared to be, 
in our lives, who he is not prepared to be in our lives. He is specific about those things that he will allow in his kingdom and those things he will not tolerate in his kingdom. He has pretty strict rules about what you can and cannot do. What he will and will not allow. How far he will and will not go. And we are in the image of God. Right? We are made in his image. And he expects that we respect his boundaries. And that we do the same for others. That we set boundaries and we expect people to respect them. But we also are required to respect their boundaries. God is good and he is forgiving. And when we cross the boundaries that he sets for us, he will forgive us as long as we apologize. It's like that drunk friend I talked about, right? If he, if he can say to you, you know what? I really disrespected your home and you. I'm sorry. You know, I will not do that again. Then we can open our gate for that guy, right? God does that for us. That's our example. So I want you this week to kind of think about your life. Where are your personal fences around your personal yard? Who comes in and out of your gate? And are they welcome? Or are they tolerated? Or do you feel that you have a say in what happens in your yard? Or a say in who comes through your gate? And when they come through. And what they do while they're inside the gate. Because if, if you're feeling uncomfortable. If you're feeling out of control. If you're feeling like that's really not in your power. Then I encourage you to tune in next week. Because we're going we're gonna, to um, look at three ways. That you can set healthy boundaries. And maintain healthy boundaries. For what goes on in your personal uh, yard. Your personal space around your life. And I really look forward to that. And I hope that you will join me. If you want to, to really explore um, what's going on with your boundaries. Um, and, you're, and you're really not sure where you're standing. I mean that's what your coach is for. Um, you can reach out to both myself or Kimberly. Um, we offer a variety of packages that you can take advantage of to just look at those things. Um, laser coaching would be an awesome opportunity, and I offer packages for laser coaching. Um, you can reach me at my website, www.wildflowerwomen.ca, or you can look up Kim at www.633-wakeup.com. And our emails are in the show notes, so look them up and just drop us a line because one of the reasons we do this is because we have a passion to help people not get stuck, to help people to live for more. And that's ministry to us. So you would bless us if you reach out and allow us to bless you. Right now, I just want to bless you for joining me, for taking the time to listen. 
and doing your part in this by sharing our podcast with other people. Send us an encouraging comment. We need them too. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.